club foot and pisses all over him. So yeah. it's just messy. We all know what Messi can do. A lot of flair, a lot of skill. People might forget the names, but the street certainly won't. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whenever you're listening to this, welcome back to the FT Lowell podcast. It's been a brilliant Premier League season and we're giving out our Premier League awards, starting with the big one, Player of the Year. Jordan, Tom, how are you? I am buzzing, as you may know. Do you want to ask why? Uh, I think I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. (laughs) Just a massive team in London, wearing blue, conquering Europe. Oh yeah, to be fair, Tom, we do have the uh, the third kit, the uh, blue and red uh, kit. Yeah, well done, Tom. (laughs) But yeah, conquering Europe, all over land and sea. We're coming for the Prem next year, trust me. Probably the closest team to do that for Man against Man City, but I think Chelsea do tend to waver a little bit on teams when they're a bit more expansive. Yeah, I mean, Chelsea have, have had a good record, haven't they, uh, against mm. City? And obviously Palace, historically, have had a very good record at the end of the season as well. Not, not so much this season. <laughs> no, um, definitely not. But, yeah, we're, we're talking about the Premier League today rather than Champions League. I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about that uh, very soon anyway. Um, but what we've done for this and what we've done for a few of our other uh, sort of awards episodes that are coming up we've already sort of come up with a joint list um, so we'll say our, our sort of joint five that we landed at but just to, to kind of start with where we started at uh, we, we all did have our individual top five as well so my initial top five uh, player of the season was Harry Kane number one Ruben Diaz number two Bruno number three <laughs> <laughs> I knew Jordan would be fuming at that <laughs> yeah, Mohamed Salah number four and Jack Grealish number five. Uh, so Tom, who did you have as your top five? I had number one Bruno. No, I'm joking. I didn't really. I could just see. I could see the fume coming out of Jordan's ears. Steam. Uh, I, yeah. Literally, number one. I had Kane. Number two, De Bruyne. Number three, Diaz. Number four, Mason Mount. Number five, Jack Grealish as well. So no Bruno, Tom. No Bruno Fernandez. Good man. Good man. Um, I'll, I'll go ahead to my five. Um, I think we all know Harry Kane potentially the Chelsea player next year. Number one, uh, Ruben Diaz. Number two, Mason Mount. Number three, Gundogan. Number four, and number five, Jack Grealish. And where we landed at because Alex had Foden quite high, Suchek quite high. Um, surprisingly, no Declan Rice to stop five. We actually or landed at or no, Bobby Moore or Bobby Moore and no, I. Uh, if there was like an overs veterans list, maybe he would have made that. But uh, we landed at a top five of Harry Kane, number one, Ruben Diaz, number two, Mason Mount, number three, Thomas Suchek, number four, Grealish, number five. So, I mean, I think, yeah, we, we all had Kane, number one. He he didn't yeah. get the Football Writers Award, did he? That, that went to Ruben Diaz. I just... I think he's been phenomenal this year. I think it's been probably his, his best ever season. Actually. Do you know what the problem with with Kane, and you see it with a lot of these players that you know they're so consistent over the years. They kind of sometimes get overshadowed, like overlooked for these type of awards. There's someone new on the scene, or it has a brilliant had a has had a brilliant season. Diaz, um, but I wouldn't say brilliant uh, better than Kane. I think what Kane's done in a pretty shit team, to be honest, is remarkable. And fair play to him for wanting to leave. 
Yeah. I knew you wanted to get that digging. Coming, yeah. yeah. Top top goal scorer, top assister as well. So that's mad. A new playmaker award. Um, and I, I can't remember the last person to actually get that because when Henri got 20, 20 assists and I think it was 24 goals in the league season, Van Nistelrooy got more goals. So he, he didn't even win it, the Golden Boot that year. Um, that he got top assist. So that's how difficult it is. I think it might be Andy Cole, actually, was the last person to do that. That was like 27 years ago. So that just shows the level that he's been at this year. But obviously, Ruben Diaz has been a great player as well. Mm, I agree with that. Diaz, I feel like he has... He's not as obviously effective as Harry Kane has been, but he has really shored up that Man City back line with the um, addition of having like inverted wing-backs to add cover. But... He just seems to have brought out the best in John Stones as well. Like you look at John Stones now, he suddenly looks a lot more solid by being next to Diaz. And he seems to be doing that sort of nitty gritty hard work, which you don't see a lot of in Pep Guardiola teams or haven't seen in a Pep Guardiola team in a while. He's sort of been that nitty gritty kind of player while still being very good on the ball. Yeah, he's nitty gritty. Do you know what? um, I think, I know this is Premier League only, but... um, I've got to mention, obviously, the Champions League. Uh, I think it was against PSG. Diaz's performance in that just summed him up. I think he just put the he put his body on the line on every single shot going. Um, and for his age, I didn't realize how young he was. And he's such a he just burst on the scene. I didn't I, when City brought him. I thought, mate, this is a lot of money to spend on someone that is basically unknown. Well, I, sorry I to mean. go, sorry to go, Roy Keane, but there's not many defenders that burst on the scene, is there? Maybe apart from Michael Richards. But. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. But um, <laughs> when, when, when he came, when, what I mean was, he didn't burst in the scene. He, he gradually grew into the scene. Because City, remember, City, when they first started the Prem this year, it wasn't all roses, was it? They were losing a few. No. And they went on that perfect run. What game? It was a stupid amount of games, wasn't it? They, I, I think, think it was, it was like, 16 or 17 wins in a yeah. row or something like that. It was... Mad. Yeah, because they were like thir- well, they were like eight, and they ended up about ten points clear. And yeah, yeah it was it was mental. Yeah, he's, and it means Laporte now, who was one of the best centre backs in the league. Yeah, struggling to get back in the team. That's that's how good he's been as well. Yeah. Like, it's, it's crazy. Mm. But I also put that down to I think that second half of the season. I I put good in again. I don't think any of you did, did, did you? But um... I can't. To be fair, I kind of kind of forgot. A little bit about him. Um, I I think I mean I love Gundogan, but I, I think um, I think I, I kind of only wanted to really put one City player in. I think it had I to be Diaz. I I remembered you. I saw it when you put Gundogan, and I thought when during that uh, sixteen game unbeaten run, yes, he was phenomenal. But come to the back end of the season, and I don't feel he was at the same level. If you know what I mean, like I didn't feel it was at the same level as Diaz, as Kane, or even no. as. As Mount, he just wasn't as consistent. So I didn't feel like he would be worthy of the top five. Top 10, I think, would be fair, but not in the top yeah, five. Yeah, He's a lovely, lovely FPL player, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, who else do we have in this top five? It was yeah, a... so Mount, Mount has been very consistent, hasn't he? So he was oh, out there. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I he's saw a stat from... that he's been involved in creating 99 goals either through assists or scoring them, or could have been 99 assists. And it was only one less than Lionel Messi, who did 100. So, so kidding. Yeah, so kidding. Well. 
there was um there was two players weren't there on the list with him there was mm. there was Messi top him second there was someone out and I think yeah he was the youngest by like seven or eight years or something yeah and he's just oh, he's just a brilliant brilliant player he can play anyway really he can do any job that you want him to do um and actually he's very works very well for this England team as well to have that sort mm. of player in the he, team he's amazing he he is and will be the next Lampard for Chelsea. I have no doubt. He he bleeds the cl- uh, the club. He, he everything just goes through him. And when I'm seeing all these names like you know Saka, Foden, etc., all these youth players that are brilliant. Don't get me wrong, but I don't feel like they're they're affiliate. I mean Foden maybe, but I don't feel like any of them are going to be captains for their club at any time. Where I think Mount he. He's already like he already could be the captain for this club. The only other one is probably Declan Rice. I think the only thing you've got to be careful about is that he doesn't get Wayne Rooney syndrome because obviously that Wayne Rooney peaked very early, didn't he? So yeah. it's making sure Mount doesn't peak very early and he keeps going and going. The trajectory yeah. keeps going. And I think so... that's what, what's good about him. I think what's good about him is he is like that. He you think about his journey so far as a young player. You know, and to be mentioned in the player of the year conversations as a young player as well is massive. Um, but if you think about it, he's gone to Vitesse, um, smashed it there. Derby, smashed it there. Under Lampard, you know, his first season of getting stick all the time. He improved him immensely. Had that potential um, switch over. Everyone was thinking, what's going to happen? Is he going to be in the squad? squad? He improved. His game went up another level. And I have no doubt after this, I think he'll be a big star in the Euros as well. And I think after that, next season, as long as he doesn't get burnout, I think the kid's going to be amazing. I think he's going to be one of the lead you know, Premier League players um, out there. You know, you talk to so, likes of Bruno and all that stuff, yeah, whatever. But this kid, so young <laughs> and doing it at this age and winning stuff like the Champions League. Yeah, I can't I can't say much more than yeah. Mason Mount is amazing. I'd like to see him do that for two or three more seasons and then I will be 100% agreement with you. The next two or three seasons are going to be big. Yeah, with the Wayne Rooney's in John, though, if he can have half Wayne Rooney's career, he's still had an unbelievable career. Oh, yeah. It's just making sure he hasn't peaked too early, if you know what I mean, because play development, you can't tell when they finish peaking until they finish peaking. Yeah, yeah. so I'm number four and this was kind of heavily driven by Alex... Um, in, in the way that the averages sort of work is Thomas Suchek. So I think he's up. He, we didn't do like a breakthrough award, but he definitely, I know he was in the league last year, but he, he sort of really broke through this year. Um, he's been getting a lot of, a lot of uh, plaudits for his goal scoring, but just um, he's just got so much energy as well. Mm-hmm. He's brilliant in both boxes, yeah. and yeah, he's just he just works so well with Declan Rice. But I think we just preferred for this award we preferred Suchek to Rice, maybe because mm. he's more of a goal threat. I don't know. Uh, well, yeah, I think I... he's had a very good season though. I think that's just the thing is he's performed very well. His numbers yeah. have been very good. Declan Rice, we know he's going to get better, but he's just looked very good. Sutek just had a very good season. I think maybe Rice has um, been a victim of what I've just said about Kane, potentially. Mm. You know, you know, he's he's done it last year. You can't expect it from Rice, even though he's young. You can't still expect it. I think because Sutek is all of a sudden the unexpected player to be that good, you know, mm. you kind of put him in the list because it, it was just so unexpected. Um, yeah. But saying that, you know, he, he has had an amazing season. You know, West Ham... They got Europe in the end, didn't they? Um, so, listen, for West Ham to do that, and 
you can listen to previous podcasts at the start of the season. Um, Alex was ranting and raving about Golden Sullivan, <laughs> saying that they were, they were going to get relegated. We, I think we all thought that, you know, there was a chance of them getting relegated anyway. And yeah. I think it's a players like Suchek um, coming in and performing like they have has really made a difference for them. Um, yeah. I just find him an odd character, though. I don't know what you look off. Maybe because he doesn't know much English or he just, he doesn't seem like he's all there. <laughs> he's a bit he goofy, just, that's it. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's it. But yeah, brilliant player. Seems like a nice guy, though. He loves a potato salad. (laughs) What? (laughs) This is no, it's all it's all over like West Ham social media. He he absolutely loves potato salad. That's his thing. That's his brand. He he needs to get a a brand deal um, with someone on that. I think. What like Hellman's or something? Yeah, Hellman's. Yeah, I think I think they do well to get famous potato salad brand salad cream yeah Heinz <laughs> yeah either one that, that'll do but yeah uh, he's also an FPL legend um, I'd him in my team from the start for about 30, 30 weeks and he's he's helped me to a very good rank this season so uh, got to love him for that as well so rank rank yeah rank with an R yeah <laughs> well, um, well, keep it PC guys come on yes, you mean PG <laughs> PG, Who's number it. five then, Jack? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so number five, who I probably had a shout for player of the season midway through the season, um, is Jack Greedish. Mm. He basically didn't play uh, for like the last three months of the season, which kind of tells you how good he was for that first first few months. Mm. And I don't have the stats in front of me, but I'm pretty sure Villa were much a relegation side without him. Um, and, mm. you know, not far off a Champions League side with him. And they kept, I remember it was a big thing on Twitter, like people talking about Villa's games in hand. And if they won their games in hand and stuff, they'd be in the Champions League. But mm. they didn't have Grealish, so it just wasn't going to happen. So it, it yeah. would have been very interesting if, you know, if, if he had been fit the whole season, we might have been talking about them instead well, of West Ham. Well, Europe. yeah, I mean, Chelsea fell victim to him on the last day of the season, didn't they? Oh, um, yeah, that's it. He came back, didn't he, for two games. Yeah. Two very difficult games, and they won them both. Yeah. So, so that just shows he, his influence. That's it. He's um he's a quality player. I mean, he had, obviously he had the controversy on, you know, I think it was lockdown, breaking lockdown rules, being pissed and crashing his car this year, didn't he? Um, but apart, apart from that stuff, you know, he's he's worked himself into the England squad. Um, you kind of... I, for, I forgot that even happened to him crashing his motor. Yeah, it's like, been it a long time, so long ago, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Been a long one, but I think he, um, you know, there's he's gone, he's gone from up, ups and downs, obviously being injured and stuff, and to be like Jack said, to be in this top five when there's other players that can easily get in there for for me, but you 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 have to put him in because of what he does for Villa and what I personally think could he can do for any other top team in in world football. I think he's that mm. good. I think the what what I like about him, I, I like him. You know, he hasn't got the skill like Hazard, but I think. He draws those fouls all the time, yeah. and that's what makes him a great player. Mm, a bit like Wilfred Zaha. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah. No, he, you know, he, he does. He draws those fouls, and he he can um, he makes something out of nothing as well. That's that's another thing with Jack Grealish. And he's not he's not just that type of player as well. You know, he he's, his ability to play a pass as well from deep. You know, and play and also getting close to the box without the help of his teammates as well. I think he just adds different a different dimension to any team. Um, and that's that's what I'm saying. Similar to Hazard in that aspect, where he can kind of take it on himself, and the, the team, the opposition, have to kind of concentrate on on Grealish, as opposed to you know the the, the you know the sitting back and maybe waiting for an attack. They have to really be on Grealish. Um, 
So he's either going to draw a foul or create an opportunity. So either one, you know, benefits the team. And I think he'll be another one in the Euros that will massively benefit England. Hopefully he plays because it seems like Southgate isn't Southgate's first choice at the moment, is he? No, I don't really like him. <laughs> That's super. Southgate's um, done what he's doing. To be, to be fair, it's a tough one because he's he's hardly played in the last three months. Um, mm. I did. I, I've I've said before a few times. I I prefer Rashford with Kane, but Rashford sort of got injured issues with his I think it's his shoulder so he should really pull out the squad just like Mason Greenwood did if he's not fully there but um, in that case yeah I think you could just go greedish left right and right or something um, mm. but I think the thing with, with our picks as well which is it's good to see so you've got Kane, Mount, Greenish in there. Rice um, was on the, the verge of getting in that top five as well. So you've got a lot of English players. And, you know, it's the English Premier League, but obviously there's so many foreign players in, in the league. So to have that many English players as the best in the league does bode quite well for the Euros, I think. Brexit football there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Brexit. And yeah, Jack, like Brexit, we're going to leave. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Check out the other awards. I think we've got another three more at me, boys. See, yeah. Three, three. So they'll be coming out. Check them out. Like, comment, subscribe. On all the socials, you know it by now, at FT Dog Podcast. And make sure you keep it. FT Dog Podcast.